Joining me once again to go through all the action over in Tokyo from uh, today's phenomenal finals performance is Mr. Bobby Hurley. Bobby, a massive day in the pool, mate. How'd you see it? Yeah, really good day of racing again. Um, another goal for Australia. So that's six golds in six final sessions. So, so as a country, we're going good and um, no goals for America today. So I think we're equal with them at the top of the gold medal tally. Well, absolutely. I think if you if you're looking across the pool, um, obviously we, we look from an Australian perspective, but if you look at some of the performances we've seen today, uh, we saw a world record, uh, the first individual world record, which was phenomenal. But we'll kick off, mate, with the men's 100 metres butterfly semis. Mirlak in semi-final number one uh, dominated his event with a 50.3. We thought that's pretty good. Not a bad effort. And then Dressel comes out and not to flex, just goes a 49.7 and look quite comfortable. Yeah, really comfortable from Dressel there. I think with his power and explosiveness and everything, the butterfly is his most dominant event. This 100 butterfly is his most dominant one. He just cruises out there in, in 23 low and he's just so good on the second on the second 50 metres as well. So, he, you know, he was barely puffing there and he's 0.2 off his world record. So, um, you know, he's he's definitely the red hot favourite tomorrow. I think he can, he can crush that world record and, um, you know, secure his second individual goal of the week. But, but Milak, Christoph Milak will push him. He's the 200 metre champion, but he doesn't quite have the speed to go out with someone like Caleb Dressel, but, but Milak looked good going 50.3 in his semi-final. And then it's, um, it's really close between everybody else after that. And uh, Matt Temple from Australia doing a good job to, to get in the top eight. Yeah. Rank number six going in Matt Temple. And, and as I said, I think in our preview show, I was always hoping he'd be a, a, an outside smoky to maybe get home for a third placing and outside of Dressel and, and maybe Milak, um, it's pretty going to be pretty close for that third spot. Yeah, it'll be it'll be super close. These these men's and women's hundred freestyles, hundred butterflies, have just been super tight. And and what I like on the men's side is that we're seeing a lot of countries represented in the final. Um, you know, there's no double ups in in both that hundred free and, and hundred fly final. There's no double ups from any country. So just going through here, you have got America, Hungary, Switzerland, Bulgaria, Russia, Australia, Poland. And Guatemala. That's unreal. Guatemala. Yeah. That's one you don't hear very often. Yeah. Yeah. Insane. So, I mean, that's, that's really diverse, which is, uh, makes for a fun final. Absolutely. Well, it's great for swimming uh, in the world, isn't it? Obviously, we want to dominate in Australia and America wants to dominate. We know how dominating China can be at times, but it's great for, for world swimming to see all of these. Just quickly on that note, how big do you think the US college system has a big of a role they play in all of that? Because we know a lot of those guys train over there and then come back and compete for their home countries. Yeah, definitely. It's, it's really important, um, that college system, not only for for obviously the Americans for, for education and racing, but it gives some of these swimmers from, from smaller countries the opportunity to go over there, um, you know, gain a scholarship and then swim, you know, in, in amazing programs with coaches and training partners and, and more importantly with, with really good facilities as well. So um, I'm not sure how many of those guys are over there, you know, not, not all of these Europeans or, or these um, South Americans are in America, but um, it certainly helped the rest of the world just get educated and catch up to where the U S and Australia and, and some of these um, uh, more traditional powerhouses are at. Yeah, the women's 200 meter breaststroke. We 
you know, previewed it yesterday as, as Sean Maker's race to lose. Uh, it played out that way. Not only did it play out that way, she broke the world record. She went 218.9, um, the first individual world record to be broken at these games, which is a phenomenal effort when you look at the players that we have in the pool at the moment with an Adam Peaty, Dressel, uh, Ledecky, mm. uh, Kayla McEwen's, you know, just recently broke the world record. Emma McKeon's been close. All of these guys are going close. Sean Maker's the first one to do it. What a race from her. Yeah, what a superstar. Uh, she's going to be huge in South Africa going home with with a gold and a silver medal around her neck. And, um, you know, really happy for, for her to, to again, we, we keep speaking about it, to, to, to swim a PB in the Olympic final, to, to do her best race under pressure. And there was, there was plenty of pressure from, from Lily King out in a wide lane. And um, Tatiana Schoenmaker, you know, breaks the world record. And she was really going hard through the heat and semi, but, you know, it hasn't affected her energy levels or her emotion levels. And, um, you know, she, in the end, she had that by, by a large margin, but um, it was, it was a good race um, with King and, and that's going to be a, um, a good competition between those two in the next few years. And, and with Lily King, you know, huge PB, I think that's almost a two second PB for her in her non-preferred 200 meter distance to break 220. Um, so, so that's, uh, after, you know, getting beaten in the hundred, um, really shows some, some champion qualities to, to, um, you know, have the confidence to attack that and, and go for the win. So, um, to me, that was a big swim by Lily King for silver. Yeah. hundred percent mate. She brought it. That's for sure. And America went two and three and got up on the podium there again. Um, so, you know, fantastic effort for those girls. And yeah, as we said, Sean make a world record. Um, she's certainly going to be a name that people are going to be remembering coming out of these games, as is a few of the other ones we've been mentioning on this podcast with, you know, Zhang Yufei and Ohashi and a few of these ones, but mate, we'll move on to the, the men's 200 meter backstroke final. Um, again, we previewed it as real loves race to lose and, and it went that way a hundred percent. Uh, Murphy 154 one, not to be sneezed at, did a good job to get in there second and green bank. Um, great job for third for great Britain uh, and well done to Mel Marshall, uh, his coach, who's obviously Adam Peaty's coach. We all know that, but I think she's having phenomenal success as a coach, at these Olympic games. Um, we've also seen Anna Hopkin making finals, uh, in the sprint events for the women. And I know she trains with her as well. So she's doing a phenomenal job. Yeah, that's that's a definitely a breakout um, medal for Luke Greenbank. Um, you know, he did medal in this event behind Real Over Murphy at, at Worlds two years ago. But, um, you know, the, the Great Britain boys, they're, they're swimming really, really good. They've got superstars in Petey and Tom Dean, Duncan Scott and, and the relay teams. Um, you know, they're a real team on the rise. Um, and and Petey and James Guy and, and Duncan Scott are leading that and and someone like Luke Greenbank to I'm sure to to watch Petey go to work every day in the training pool is a huge inspiration and, and to have you know Mel Marshall as your coach as well, you, you've got to have a lot of faith in in your ability to to um to do, to deliver in Olympic finals. But Relove really controlled this one, I thought. Um um, you know, definitely was swimming to secure the win. He, he probably could go out a little bit quicker if, if it wasn't an Olympic final, but um, he was between both of them and his turns are just so good. Um, he's just like an absolute dolphin under the water. Um, probably the best underwater swimmer in the world, underwater kicker in the world right now, I'd, I'd say. And uh, Murphy tried his best, but um, there's definitely a, a, a class gap between Realov and Murphy right now. And, and um, you know, Realov takes both backstroke backstroke gold medals which is um huge for russia and 
and huge for himself. And and um, as we mentioned before, he's the first Russian Olympic gold medalist since since Alex Popov in '96, and and now he's got two of them. He's done a phenomenal job. There's no doubt about that, mate. I'm going to leave the next event to the end to make sure we finish on a high, as I like to do, build the suspense. It's all about the suspense, guys, listening. Um, the, the 200 IM, the men's 200 IM, we'll hit to. Um, it, it came down to a race of, of two really towards the end there, which we previewed it as. Wayne got his hand on the wall first. Duncan Scott second. Um, Seto, it's got to be said, got it there for fourth, just missed out on a medal. So that was mm. big performance for him, considering he hasn't been performing that well. How did you see that race? Do you see it as, you know, Duncan Scott looked pretty disappointed after his race, um, as you would be, especially coming in wanting that gold medal. But, um, you know, for me, it looked like maybe he just mistimed his run because he was certainly charging. Yeah, he, he was he was disappointed. Um you know, it's, it's a PB for Scott. Um, you know, he was in the battle at the end and, and he just got, he got beat by the better swimmer um, in Shun Wang from, from China. So those two were clearly the best two freestyles in the field. And, and that obviously showed at the end. Um, we knew Michael Andrew would be out fast, but he actually wasn't even out as quick as he normally is. So, um, you know, Andrew, to me, as we said yesterday, didn't really look like, a winner or a medalist in this event. He probably needs a little bit more international racing experience. Um, but, you know, it was a battle between the two freestyles, Scott and Wayne coming down and um, the Chinese, you know, they, they can, they, they're stepping up, you know, he's, I'm sure he's inspired by the women yesterday in the relay and, and Zhang Yufei in the 200 fly. So there's, there's three golds in the pool for China in the space of the last two days. And, um, you know, Shun Wang's been around for, for a long time. He got a medal in Rio five years ago. Um, he, you know, he's done training in the past in Australia. So a lot of the Aussie guys know him and, and have trained with him. Um, and he's a great freestyler on his own right as well. So um, I think that was a one second PB for him um, in an Olympic final. And, and to me, he's a, a very well-deserved uh, Olympic gold medalist, but, but am feeling for Duncan Scott two individual Olympic silver medals um, by very close margins, both times. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so close as we've, talked a lot about on this uh, podcast in the last few days it's all coming down to those touches and just getting your hand on the wall um talking about that we'll get to that right now the women's two and a backstroke semi-finals semi-final number one saw emily seabon fantastic her fourth olympics um went through qualifying first in the 2070 um just coming down to that touch but when we looked at it you know it probably didn't look like she got on the wall first but the touchpad Went yeah. her way, 207.09, as I said, and, and Bacon of America, 207.10. And then to semifinal number two, which I thought saw a pretty cruisy uh, race from um, Mass and McEwen as well there. They're probably not extending themselves too much just yet. It's going to be a race tomorrow, that's for sure. Yeah, definitely. Um, not super fast through these semifinals. Um, you know, that today was the sixth final session of, of racing so we might be seeing people start to just take it easy a little bit control themselves people aren't going crazy but we definitely didn't think emily seabom would be in lane four for this final tomorrow um she's a battler seabom she's she's a racer she's she won this event at the 2017 world champs as well she she knows how to get this done um if if she can be there with sort of 75 to go or 50 to go um, she likes a race MC bomb. Mm. So she got, she got over the top of the two American girls in that semi-final. They're, they're definitely got to be dangerous. 
those all three of those girls have got a 205 in them. Seabon, Bacon, White. You throw Kaylee, Kylie Mass in there as well. Um, can go 205, 206-ish. But, but Kaylee McEwen is the one where she's been multiple 204s this year. Um, 204, two at the trials, I think. Um, and, and potentially with room to move. But, but I don't know if Kaylee was just, she was either absolutely cruising or potentially she's been a little bit off since she won the hundred meters a, a couple of days ago, because um, um, there wasn't a whole lot of spark there to me. Um, obviously she's got runs on the board in this event and she's got, she can do the times, but to go a 207.9 when you're a 204 swimmer, I would have thought she would have at least wanted to win that race. You know, mm. it was a little bit weird to me. Well, it's going to be interesting. That's for sure. As you said, we've got all the players in motion there. And, um, you know, the one big one, I think, will be Emily Seabom, as you said. Um, funnily enough, in one of her interviews after the race, it might have even been in the, of the 100, she said, you know, the 200 was probably her more preferred event coming into this Olympic Games because she she saw the field and she saw probably where her more um, bigger chance was going to be to get on the podium. Um, mm. and, and she definitely saw it in this 200. So, you know, she's coming in eyeing off you know, trying to get on that podium. Yeah, definitely. Uh, that hundred, as we know, was just, was just absolutely stacked. Um, and Regan Smith, who is the world record holder, isn't in this event. Uh, yeah. She didn't qualify at the trials and Kylie Mass is probably more of a hundred meter swimmer. So it does see by Seabomb's chances of, of getting on the podium. Um, and she likes a slow race. So if, if it's a slow race early, then Seabom has the ability to, to turn on the jets and really change her speed coming out of that last turn and sprint at home. So I think if, if Kaylee's going to win this um, convincingly, she, she's got to be out pretty hard. She's got to be out probably one minute point, um, um, which I don't think the other girls probably have the confidence to turn in. Like she, she did go 57-4 in the 100 backstroke final, like to turn over in, in PB plus three shouldn't be very difficult to do. Um, but, but, you know, at this point you sort of back Seabom to, to get a hand on the wall for, for a podium finish. So, um, potentially two Aussies on this podium tomorrow. Well, yeah, we've previewed it. We've talked about it. We've continued to see it all week. It's going to be that blanket finish, isn't it? I think with a lot of the girls on the wall and hopefully we, we get an Aussie on the wall first, but you talk about, you know, Seabom there with that experience and, and just turning it on when she needs to and knowing what she needs to get done takes me directly into the women's 100-meter freestyle final where we saw um, you know, what was probably one of the more pressured events for an Aussie favorite going in with Emma McKean. There's no doubt about it. We talked about it in the preview show. All the Americans have talked about it. Everyone around the world, when they're previewing this, have said Emma McKean is a red-hot favorite, should go in. For everyone listening at home, a lot of the time I think, and, and you would know me as a swimmer and as a coach, it's easy for, for swimmers to look at those guys and go, well, they've got it easy. You know, they're the fastest. How good are they? I think it's the hardest job in the world when everybody's expecting you to win, to get up and do the job. Phenomenal effort from Emma McKeon um, to win gold for Australia. Siobhan Jorge, obviously, uh, a silver. We previewed that, and she's been having a phenomenal meet as well. And the one I want to talk about as well is Kate Campbell getting up on the podium at a fourth Olympic Games Um with a bronze medal, what a performance from the Aussie girls. A, Emma McKean, as I said, under immense pressure. The only probably one who's felt that same sort of pressure has been Ariane um, and Kate Campbell, just, just showing her class again. Yeah, amazing effort from Emma. Just just super happy for her, as, as is everybody. She's 
she's been on the scene for for the better part of 10 years and and hasn't won individually at a world or an Olympic level before. So this is certainly her her crowning achievement and um and something that she'll be the most proud of looking back on her career, I think. And and as you mentioned, the she was going in a heavy favorite, but it's it it is off-putting when you're the heavy favorite when it's so close, you know, like it's, we're talking tenths of a second here. We're not talking Christoph Milak winning by three seconds or, yeah. or you yeah. know, Adam Peaty or, or somebody else. Like yeah. these sprint events are tight. Like Dressel was a, was a heavy favorite, but he won by literally a couple of hundredths of a second. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, again, as a, from a fan perspective, we saw everybody swim their best race, which is, uh, which we saw the heavyweight battle and, and everybody stepped up and, and the best swimmer won, to be honest. Um, and and from an Australian point of view, Emma PBing in the Olympic final, breaking the the Commonwealth record, you know, under the most pressure, and and coming off that poor relay swim yesterday, it's it's a really good bounce back, and um and just a really good story for her to to win individually. Um, you know, gee, Siobhan Jorge's got had a really good meet and was uh was right there. I, I don't think many people would have predicted her to be to be there at the finish, and um and Kate as well. That's that's only Kate Campbell's. Um, second individual Olympic medal across four Olympiads, um, and and she was definitely very emotional up there, which which is good to see because she's been she's had ups and downs and good races, bad races. So for her to 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 get on the podium was was definitely going to be a success um, for Kate and her coach Simon Cusack. Oh, for sure, and I think for everyone that's watching that, um, you know, you've got to put that into perspective. That's you know, this is her fourth games, as we said. So that's 16, 17 years, given the extra, you know, uh, extra year for 2021. That's a lot of time and effort and energy in the pool and emotions and ups and downs and injuries. And, you know, she was obviously started when she was young as well and has been, you know, um, talented, extremely talented from, from the day one. So, you know, a lot of energy and emotion goes into that. And you could definitely tell, which was phenomenal to see, she wasn't, you know, disappointed with third. She was probably as excited as for third as she would have been just to be on the podium at all, um, given everything she's gone through. Oh, for sure. Um, you know, I don't think Kate was going in there thinking that, well, obviously she was trying to do her best, but but a podium, I think after Emma's beaten her at the last couple of competitions, I, I think a podium was, was going to be defined as successful for Kate the same in this 50 as well, and then delivering and winning a few golds for Australia on the relay. So um, that's just huge. I mean, she got third in Beijing 2008, 50 freestyle as a 16-year-old. Like, that's a long time ago. (laughs) That's just so long ago that she's been pretty much one of, or if not the best um, sprinter in the world. So um, really good achievement and and good for the, um, you know, the media, the Aussie media in the last couple of hours of, really um praise those two which is good to see yeah congratulations to sarah showstrom uh, penny alexiak for swimming pretty well in a, an olympic final as well and getting fourth and fifth and i just saw before we started this meet penny alexiak on instagram um just you know putting something in a story saying for everyone saying sorry to me for getting fourth um i couldn't be more proud to go fourth and olympic games and uh, go as fast as i did next to these women who are going phenomenally fast uh, and I'm, I'm fourth fastest in the world. Uh, I'm just as proud as I ever have been. So, and I think that's very well said. We've got to put into perspective. Emma McKeon is, is the fastest woman in the world right now. So if you're right next to her, you're doing pretty well. 
yeah, that's it. Um, um, Penny went quicker than the time she won. Uh, she went to to win equal gold five years ago in Rio. So you know, so the Rio winning time would have got fifth here, mm. similar to Kyle Chalmers going half a second quicker than what he went to win Rio. And these are obviously morning finals as well. And and traditionally, swimmers perform better at night nighttime and not in the morning so it's been quick there's there's been plenty of quick races this week and um you know the the men's and women's 100 freestyle like to me or to the swimmers that's the blue ribbon event the that's the the main event if you win the 100 freestyle at any competition um international competition you are you know looked at as the as the best swimmer in the world as as the king of the pool um you know, James Magnuson told me that as well. And, and when you walk around, people look at you like, you know, you are the dominant swimmer there. Um, the 400 IM is probably the most versatile swimmer, but surprisingly not the 50 freestyle. That's, you know, if, we, if we're giving all these events names, that's obviously the fastest swimmer, but the 100 meter distance is, is the one that everybody wants. So, you know, that's Emma McKean and, and Caleb Dressel at this competition. And and, you know, by the end of this week, they'll probably go down as, as the two best male and female swimmers of the competition. And just a quick one, just previewing ahead. Could we see Emma and Kate up again for the 50-metre freestyle? We know how quick Emma was in the first 50. I was actually really impressed with Kate's first 50 as well. I thought she was looking really, really quick. Could we see these girls up there again in the 50? Well, they'll, they'll definitely be there. They went 23.9s um, at the trials last month but it's just so tight it's so tight you've got obviously those two you've got socials world world record holder and then you you bring in probably the more 50 meter specialist simone manual we haven't seen her race individually yet um Penilla bloom who won rio a couple of years ago you got Kramer with jojo sostrom it's it's going to be so tight um um, anybody can win that women's 53, but there's just so much class and depth in the women's sprinting right now across the world. That's going to be exciting to watch. That's for sure, mate. As we usually do, we're going to finish it up with just going through what's coming up tomorrow, making some bold prediction. We've been doing a lot better lately. So we definitely we've warmed into it as the week's gone on. Saw the, uh, you know, saw the form going on and take the form guide. And, and I think we're definitely uh, killing it at the moment. Tomorrow's men's hundred meter butterfly. Who gets first, second, um, and third? Dressel Milak. I think that's pretty pretty clear cut in everybody's predictions. Um, Dressel will break the world record. And third, I mean, the Swiss guy went 50.7, Ponty, to be, to be third in that final, which is mm-hmm. which is a few tens ahead of, ahead of everybody else. If, if he can back that up, then, then he, that should be good enough for bronze. I'm going to back Matt Temple in again. I'm pretty sure he went 50 point at our trials. I think he's warming into mm. it nicely. He's going to be ready to go. He's got nothing left to lose tomorrow. This is it. Yeah. This is finished. It's all done after this. So hopefully he can sneak through for a bronze. That'd be a massive effort from him. Mate, the women's 200 meter backstroke. We've already previewed it. We know who's in form. We know who's doing well. How do you see it? Oh, let's let's stick our neck out and go McEwen Seabomb first and second. We'll go yeah. Australia one, two, and, and Kylie Mass for third. But uh, that's going to be tight, tight for the medals, that one. Selfishly, and because I'm a competitive bastard, I'd love to see that. And I'd love to see America not get up on the podium. No offense to all my American <laughs> listeners, but I mean, it's just, just is the way it is. Um, mate, what about the women's 800 meter freestyle? Um, obviously, we know Katie Ledecky. We know Ariane's in there as well. She didn't swim quite as well as she probably 
would have liked to in the heat, but then again, it was just the heat. She needed to get the job done to have a couple of days rest and be ready for the final. Yeah, she hurt. She hurt Ariane in the heat. She said that after the, um, in the interview, um, she's got a day and a half off, but I'm not sure. I think this would have, this would have helped Ariane if she was next to Ledecky in the middle of the pool. Um, then she could have just gone out with her and, um, and seen how long she can stick with her. But, but the fact that she's out wide and we're coming into what's tomorrow, day seven, um, I think Ledecky wins this fairly comfortably. Um, I think she'll be on and, and she'll want to get the win over, over Titmus as well. And um, I'm, I'm going to back um, uh, Grimes. Grimes from, from America is the 15-year-old that made it. I'll back her for second and, and maybe um, and Ariane just to die off a little bit and get third. That's a big one there, mate. You've gone out there. Grimes for second. Um, I, um, similar to a lot of people have watched, Katie Ledecky's really started to find form as the meet's gone on. She started to look a lot better. Obviously, the 800 is more her preferred event, mm. but we saw how phenomenal she was in that women's 4 by 2 uh, and that finish when she went 153, uh, I think in that, in that split. Yeah. So I think she's just, you know, she's hitting form right when she needs to, but there's no doubt Ariane's a battler. She's a fighter. She's, she's in there. She's got her gloves up. She's ready to go. So it's going to be on. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think with Ledecky, she's, she's so fit. Um, those 1500s were sort of just a walk in the park for her. Um, and that 800 meter heat where, this this high intensity racing is is hurting somebody like Ariane Titmus a little bit more, I think. And Ledeck has been doing this for a longer period of time as well. So, mm-hmm. I think towards the back end of the meet, um, Ledecky's yeah fitness and and race practice all sort of start to shine through. And she was quick in that four hundred on day one. That was her second quickest time ever behind her world record. And then that seemed to hurt her for the next few days. And then you're right, she she's picked it up a little bit, but just going off that 400 and that relay, then, then I think ledecky has got potential to go under 810, um, well under 810. And I don't think anybody else can, can do that. So um, I think she can win this by a couple of seconds. It's going to be a good one to watch nonetheless. And then we get to the mixed four by one. Um, we're not quite sure. I don't know if you've got some information, but I don't know who's coming into the team or who's swimming for who, or who's doing what, but it's going to be an exciting fun race nonetheless. And, at the end of the day, as much as we say it's exciting and it's fun, there's gold medals and silver medals and bronze medals on the line here. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Um, it's it's a wild. It was a wild heats event because traditionally most countries were leading off male male just to get out in front and then putting the females at the end. But but now we're seeing, especially the countries with dominant female swimmers swimming them on the backstroke, breaststroke legs, which means you know that. A country from not even in the view of, of the TV, you know, finishes with somebody fast and they just fly home. So this one will be everywhere. My feeling is that Australia will go Kaylee McEwen on the backstroke because, relatively speaking, she's better than Mitch Larkin. Um, um, Zach Stubbley Cook had a good heat swim um, yesterday on the breaststroke, even though he's not really a hundred meter guy. So I think they'll go Kaylee Zach. And then Emma McKeon on the fly and Kyle on the freestyle. Um, um, I think that's a better combo than going Temple Fly and and Emma on the freestyle. Um, that's that's my feeling anyway. No no inside info there. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas that you know the other teams, 
the other threats, China are the world record holders. Um, they'll use their team from the heats. I think they'll just have to go quicker. And um, um, Great Britain almost broke the world record in the heats um, with, with Petey and James Guy in the middle legs of that. So Petey, again, is the is the one who could blow this race wide open. But um, I think America will start favourite. And they can swim this many different ways, but they've got, They've got Dressel, they've got they've got Jacoby and, and Ryan Murphy. So I, I I think they'll swim those guys and then and then a female freestyler at the end. Well, it's gonna be exciting. And you know, we've we've previewed, obviously, we've spoken about all these new events, but I think the most exciting thing about this event is you know, we're seeing the the top female and male swimmers all together racing together, um, which makes it, you know, as exciting and, and fun. Is anything else on the card at the moment so mate thank you very much for joining me once again to go through all the action uh, today we've only got two more days to go um, and some very exciting racing to come obviously we just talked about what's coming tomorrow and then we're going to finish on sunday with the 50 freestyle men's and women's the men's 1500 meter freestyle and then the four by one i am relays as well I won't drag you through the uh, the open water events, mate. I think um, <laughs> I, th- I think that'll go a bit too long, and maybe uh-huh. I don't know how many how many open water events have you done, mate? Any ten kilometer races? No, nothing. I did. A, I've done a cold classic in Manly. That's about it. How'd you go? I hated it. <laughs> <laughs> it was two k, and I, and I didn't enjoy it, and and I was definitely not fit enough to be swimming that hard for two kilometers um it's grueling but yeah yeah the the open water that'll be fun and and those races are always exactly that they're just races so um you know everybody's swimming in a pack and see who's got the biggest engine at the end so um that'll be an exciting way to finish off the swimming yeah for everyone listening we're definitely still going to be covering those next week as well um so make sure you stick around for that but mate until tomorrow thank you very much for joining me again Have a good day and I'll see you tomorrow. Cool. Chat tomorrow, Robbie. Cheers, buddy.